Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read Bhagavad Gita as it is by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada The Introduction So, we stopped at a point What is material nature? This is also explained in the Gita as inferior prakriti inferior nature the living entity is explained as the superior prakriti prakriti is always under control whether inferior or superior prakriti is female and she is controlled by the lord just as the activities of a wife are controlled by the husband Prakriti is always subordinate, predominated by the Lord, who is the predominator. The living entities and material nature are both predominated, controlled by the Supreme Lord. According to the Gita, the living entities, although parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord, are to be considered Prakriti. This is clearly mentioned in the seventh chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Apareyam itastvanyam prakritim vidimeparam jiva bhutam. This material nature is my inferior prakriti. But beyond this is another prakriti. Jiva Bhutam, the living entities. Unquote. Material nature itself is considered, is constituted by three qualities the mode of goodness, the mode of passion, and the mode of ignorance. Above these modes, there is eternal time. And by a combination of these modes of nature and under the control and purview of eternal time, there are activities which are called karma. These activities are being carried out from time immemorial and we are suffering or enjoying the fruits of our activities. For instance, suppose I'm a businessman and have worked very hard with intelligence and have amassed a great bank balance. Then I am an enjoyer. But then say I have lost all my money in business. Then I am a sufferer. Sufferer because suffering. Similarly, in every field of life we enjoy the results of our work or we suffer the results. This is called karma. Ishvara, the Supreme Lord. Jiva, the living entity. Prakriti, nature. Kala, eternal time and karma, activity, 
are all explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Out of these five, out of these five, the Lord, the living entities, material nature and time are eternal. The Lord, the living entities, material nature and time are eternal. The manifestation of Prakriti may be temporary, but it is not false. Some philosophers say that the manifestation of material nature is false, but according to the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita, or according to the philosophy of the Vaishnavas, this is not so. Not so. The manifestation of the world is not accepted as false. It is accepted as real, but temporary. It is likened unto a cloud which moves across the sky, or the coming of the rainy season which nourishes grains. As soon as the rainy season is over, and as soon as the cloud goes away, all the crops which were nourished by the rain dry up. Similarly, this material manifestation were, which takes place at a certain interval, stays for a while and then disappears. Such are the workings of Prakriti. But the cycle is working eternally. Therefore, Prakriti is eternal. It is not false. The Lord refers to this as my Prakriti. This material nature is the separated energy of the Supreme Lord. And similarly, the living entities are also the energy of the Supreme Lord, although they're not separated, but eternally related. So the Lord, the living entity, material nature and time are all interrelated and are all eternal. However, the other item, which one was left? Karma. Karma is not eternal. The effects of karma may be very old indeed. We are suffering or enjoying the results of our activities from time immemorial. But we can change the results of our karma or our activity. And this change depends on the perfection of our knowledge. We are engaged in various activities. Undoubtedly, we do not know what sort of activities we should adopt to gain relief from the actions and reactions of all these activities. But this is also explained in the Bhagavad Gita. The position of Ishvara, the Supreme Lord, is that of Supreme Consciousness. The Jivas, or the living entities, being parts and parcels 
of the Supreme Lord are also conscious. Both the living entity and material nature are explained as Prakriti, the energy of the Supreme Lord. But one of the two, the Jiva, is conscious. The other, Prakriti, is not conscious. That is the difference. Therefore, the Jiva Prakriti is called superior because the Jiva has consciousness which is similar to the Lord's. The Lord's is supreme consciousness, however. And one should not claim that the Jiva, the living entity, is also supremely conscious. The living being cannot be supremely conscious at any stage of his perfection. And the theory that he can be so is a misleading theory. Conscious he may be, but he's not perfectly or supremely conscious. The distinction between the Jiva and the Ishvara will be explained in the 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. One of my favorite, favorite chapters. 13th chapter. Mm-hmm. The Lord is Kshetragya, conscious. Uh huh. And as is the living being. So the Lord is Kshetragya, he's conscious, as is the living being, but the living being is conscious of his particular body. Whereas the Lord is conscious of all bodies. Because he lives in the heart of every living being. He is conscious of the psychic movements of the particular jivas. We should not forget this. We should not forget this. The Lord is conscious of our psychic movements, each one of us, he is conscious. It is also explained that the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is living in everyone's heart as Ishvara, as the controller, and that he is giving directions for the living entity to act as he desires. The living entity forgets what to do. First of all, he makes a determination to act in a certain way, and then he's entangled in the actions and reactions of his own karma. After giving up one type of body, he enters another type of body as we take off and pull, put on clothes. As the soul thus migrates, he suffers the actions and reactions of his past activities. These activities can be changed when the living being is in the mode of goodness, insanity, in sanity, and understands what sort of activities he should adopt, meaning he's sane, he understands what to do. If he does so, then all the actions and reactions of his past activities can be changed. 
consequently, karma is not eternal. Therefore, we stated that of the five items, Ishvara, Jiva, Prakriti, Time, Kala, and Karma, four are eternal, whereas Karma is not eternal. Okay, we're going to stop here for now and continue in the next episode.